For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Find the pod most everywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify. You can find it right there in the WDBO app for free on demand. You can also find it there in Apple Podcasts. I'm also on the radio each and every weekday morning, Orlando's morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. You can stream us right there in the WDBO app. Really looking forward to this podcast today. You probably know the name Dave Rubin. Dave is the host of the popular Rubin Report podcast. He does it all. He's a comedian. He's an author. We'll talk about his new book coming out. Of course, he's a political commentator as well and just a really smart dude. Anyway, I had the chance to chat with Dave about a number of topics, including this blockbuster story that was leaked by somebody at the Supreme Court of the high court being poised to strike down Roe v. Wade, which would send the abortion issue back to the states. Anyway, Dave will be here in Orlando on June 2nd, along with Governor Ron DeSantis. Here's that conversation now. Dave, I'm sure you're well aware of the news now. We've been talking about it all morning, this political leak story of the Supreme Court perhaps sending the abortion topic back to the states, and it really is a twofold story. Roe v. Wade overturned, at least nationally, and really the, the second layer is this unprecedented leak coming from somebody there at the Supreme Court. We haven't been able to find any extensive leaks like this in, in the history of the country. So what's your take on this big story this morning from the Supreme Court there? Yeah, good morning, Scott. You know, let's do the leak part first, because the word you used was the correct one, unprecedented. I mean, this is seriously, seriously dangerous, what just happened to have a leak of this magnitude, especially in a polarized society that we live in with social media and algorithms fueling this sort of constant, unending stream of hate that we seem to see that someone, whether it was a clerk or a justice themselves, or a hack or whatever, in some ways it doesn't even matter what happened, although I think we do have to get to the bottom of it, uh, that this information has been leaked is a massive security breach, and we have to look into that. Now, on the, on the specifics of Roe v. Wade being reversed, I think the important thing that everybody needs to understand, and unfortunately we don't have a mainstream media that, that deals with anything in a very honest manner, is that this does not suddenly magically, as you know, make abortion illegal. All this does is kick abortion back to the states. The reason that many conservatives for decades have been saying it was a poor decision is that there's no constitutional right to an abortion. You may be for abortion and you may want abortion in your state. Uh, that's well and good. That's a, that's a political position that one may hold. Uh, but the idea that it was a federally guaranteed constitutional right is what is now being reversed. It will be kicked back to the states, assuming this, the information that we have right now is all 
uh, is all correct. Mm -hmm. And then there will be states that always will have abortions and will probably have eight-month abortions like California. There'll be certain states, say a Kentucky or an Alabama, that might outright uh, ban abortion. And then I think most of the states will probably end up doing something like we've done here in Florida, which is around a 15-week ban on abortion, which, by the way, even I, I think that's the most moderate position you can have in, in a pluralistic society, that there's a little bit of wiggle room for a safe, uh, a safe and rare abortion. Uh, and once again, I think we're going to see Florida leading the nation on something. Yeah. And of course, anytime you talk abortion day, politics are involved here. There's talk uh, on the left this morning again about court packing, about eliminating the filibuster. W what do you expect from the left today? Because I, I expect an onslaught today. Oh, yeah. Today's going to be an onslaught. You know, I've been warning for years about this. I was sort of the why I left the left guy because, you know, seven or eight years ago, I was a progressive and a Bernie supporter, and I'm, I'm obviously not that anymore. Uh, but what I've been trying to warn people is there are no rules with the modern left. These are not the Democrats of JFK. Uh, these are a very, very different thing, a very radical thing. There is nothing that the squad nor AOC or Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or Nancy Pelosi would stop at to get what they want. If they have to change all the rules or burn down the court and our founding documents, they will gladly do that in the name of power. So that's why this is so dangerous, especially to come out as a leak, because you're taking a bunch of radical, really radical people. These are not the old school Democrats, people really need to understand that there's very few left. I think maybe we have a couple here in 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 Florida, but there aren't many nationally. And once you say to them, hey, we're doing something that you really don't like. And of course, abortion brings out the emotions in everybody. Man, this is fuel to the fire for these people. Yeah. And these people don't like our governor, Ron DeSantis, down here in no, Florida. They do not. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you about him, Dave. Um, he's taking on the mouse here in Orlando, dissolving the Reedy Creek District. Uh, he's obviously getting pushback from Democrats here in Orlando and some in his own party, quite frankly. What do you make of the governor's arm wrestling with Disney right now? I got to tell you, as a new Floridian, I, I only moved here four months ago after living uh, for eight years in California and Los Angeles. I, I am so proud to be a Floridian. I'm so proud of our governor. Uh, I'm so proud of, you know, the, the meme of Florida man who, you know, people used to make fun of who, who did things right. And this state has become the beacon of freedom for not only the entire country, for the world. But but DeSantis has done the right thing. He's done the right thing by fighting Disney. He's doing the right thing by fighting against wokeism in schools and critical race theory and supporting the police. He's doing all of the basic things that 10 years ago Every moderate in America, and I'm talking 70 percent of America, would have believed in. The left has gone so bananas that all DeSantis, in effect, is doing is saying very sensible, honest things. We believe in rule of law. You can't you know, ship illegals from Texas that come through Mexico. Uh, you can't ship them here. We're going to send them to Delaware. He's just one at a time. He's addressing the problems of the people. And my hope is that, that while Florida will stay Florida, that America perhaps will become a little more of Florida. Uh, but, you know, this abortion thing is going to be is going to be very messy and it's going to going to create hate on all sides. But again, I think Florida has done the right thing on the abortion thing. And that's not to say people don't have principled positions on the pro-life side, but you have to have some sort of compromise, I think, in a in a pluralistic democracy. You know, 
where does Disney go? And companies that have bet on wokeness to win the culture war, where, where do they go from here? I mean, I, I do believe that the Chapek, the CEO, is a, a den band yep. walking right now because I'm looking at their stock price. I think he's going to get a golden parachute when this thing kind of calms down. But what is Disney's end game here, Dave? Yeah, you know, they really screwed up. And I think Chapik, uh, as you said, he's going to walk away with a lot of dough. But, you know, that video that everyone saw that I'm sure you guys played of, you know, him basically apologizing to his own radicals in his company, it could take down all of Disney. You know, they've lost something like $41 billion in the last three weeks. I know a lot of people um, have canceled Disney Plus, myself included, and parents aren't, you know, going to the parks and taking their kids there and everything else. DeSantis picked the right fight. Look, nobody wants Disney to be bad. Everybody, for the most part, people love the Marvel movies, which Disney owns. They love Star Wars, which Disney owns. They love Pixar, which Disney owns, and the entire catalog of decades of stuff that Disney's been doing. But they decided to become political and then also to push their politics, not only on the state, but they're telling you they are trying to change the minds of your young children. So as, an, as a parent, you have to here. Is it me? Or is it Disney? So I think DeSantis picked a good fight, a just fight. And I know that's not great for all of the people of Orlando who maybe work at Disney, but I don't think you can blame DeSantis for that. I think you have to blame the top brass at, at Disney, and you're right. Chappick's going to walk out with a lot of cash, and he'll, he'll be just fine. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to worry about Bob Chapek. Meanwhile, the governor wants Twitter to come here eventually. I think every business is going to be located in Texas or Florida before it's all over with here, Dave. But Twitter employees now up in arms about Elon Musk and the takeover there with the $44 billion. Where do you see, and I know you're active on Twitter, where do you see Twitter going with Elon at the helm in the coming months and years ahead? Well, my guess is that they're going to go to Texas because, as you know, he moved Tesla, mm -hmm. which is one of his main companies. They moved Tesla from California to Austin. So my, my gut feeling is that that's where he's mostly based and that's what he'll do. The counter argument to that, of course, is that Florida is exploding in the tech scene. I live in Miami right now, and Mayor Suarez down here has just done an absolutely incredible job of making Miami the new hub, the new Silicon Valley. And I can tell you that the people moving here, they get why they left San Francisco. I'm meeting an awful lot of, I, I can't even call them conservatives in a traditional sense, but I would say more libertarian-minded people, or maybe just people who just are not Democrats more than anything else because they know what they fled. So I think there's a huge opportunity for Elon to do something really awesome uh, here in either in Miami or, you know, he could always go to the to the West Coast of Florida as well. And, you know, Sarasota is exploding right now. Rumble, which is the main YouTube competitor, they're opening big offices on the West Coast. And, hey, you know, if Disney goes down, there's going to be a lot of office space in, in Orlando. So anything's possible. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. I don't think Disney's going anywhere. Whole Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's right. All right, Dave. Well, listen, it, it is a pleasure, man. I know you're coming to Orlando June 2nd. For your show, what what type of show is this? Is it is it a political show? Is it a comedy? Like what what kind of show is this? It's a little bit of everything, but I can a hundred percent officially confirm. We announced it yesterday that yes, Governor Ron DeSantis will be my special guest. It's June second at the Plaza Live, and people can get tickets at DaveRubin.com slash events and they're going super fast obviously because the governor will be there but yeah i do kind of stand up and i mess with the crowd and we talk about the current issues of the day and then i'll do i'll do that for about 40 minutes and then i'll do about a 45 minute interview with the governor and he's made it very clear to me uh personally that nothing is off limits let's let's talk about absolutely everything 
and let's show the people of Orlando a good time. And every ticket purchased to Dave's show at DaveRubin.com here in Orlando at the Plaza Live on June 2nd. We'll get a copy of your new book, Don't Burn This Country. In a nutshell, what's it all about, Dave? Man, well, after the news of last night, did I nail it on the title or what? I mean, in essence, in essence, it's about that the woke and the, the leftist machine is not going to stop. And we're going to see that more and more because of what's just happened with the Supreme Court. But there are ways that you can thrive in this world. And one of those ways is by strengthening the places that are doing it right, voting for the right people, not giving your money and power and respect to people that are infecting your children with bad ideas. Uh, and again, that's why I'm, I'm really I'm the proudest new Floridian that you're ever going to find. And I make sure to say that to everybody when people come up to me at the grocery store and they welcome me to Florida. I always say I'm here to keep Florida, Florida. And, <laughs> and that really is what the book is about. You, you can do some things in your life to thrive despite a really crazy political situation that we're all in right now. Thanks to Dave Rubin for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. Again, go to DaveRubin.com for your tickets to see Dave along with the governor, Ron DeSantis, at the Plaza Live in Orlando, 730, the night of June 2nd. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Join me on the radio each and every weekday morning, Orlando's morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.